welcome to episode 153 of the local meta my name is fletcher and i'm john john how you doing tonight i'm doing all right it's saturday it is very much saturday right now i rode a horse today you rode a horse today i did he attempted to buck me off once did he succeed he did not it's good I have very minimal experience with horses from Boy Scouts, and I have a very strong grip and legs. So the fact he only did one buck made me be like, "Now nah, this isn't happening. Yeah. I try- and then uh, uh, my girlfriend, she's like, he only kind of tried to kill you. I'm like, I think he did try to kill me. If he wanted to kill me, he would have bucked more than once. Yeah, right. He was just trying to show you his boss. Yeah, and he fails because I'm actually more stubborn than a horse. Yeah. See, here's the thing. I do not trust any animal I cannot physically overpower. See, that's the funny thing. Cause I, <laughs> I actually have a history of bad encounters with the horse. Yeah. Because when I was in Boy Scouts, a horse literally bit me on the shoulder. <laughs> and if I hadn't ducked, it could have like ripped my shoulder blade out. Like This is the thing a doctor actually told me. Okay. <laughs> it's like, oh, that's good to know. That's nice. And like... <laughs> When I'm a, when you're like a younger kid, you're like, oh yeah, this thing's bigger than me, it's fine. When you're an adult and you're like, yeah, I'm as big as I'm gonna be, and you look at a creature and you're like, you outweigh me by multitude. Yeah, it's kind of disconcerting. Yeah, I do. Yeah, as I said, I I do not trust any animal. I don't think I can. Like. <laughs> yeah. Like. Uh, there's there's a horse there. His name is Tommy. He's older than dirt. Right. <laughs> But he's of a breed called a Belgian, okay. which is rivaling Clydesdale for size. Okay, so he's a so big boy. He is an absolute like you walk around and you look at like the whole like a hoof print in the ground. You're like, yep, that's a Tommy imprint. Yeah, it's the size of a goddamn dinner plate. And like I look at Tommy and I'm just like, you could kill me if you wanted to. He's just they like, all could hey, they all could kill me if they wanted to. Yeah, <laughs> like. There, there's actually a video of my girlfriend following Tommy because he just had to go his own way and start eating grass. And she's like, come back, Tommy. Where are you going? And it's like, if he didn't want to go back, he wouldn't. Yeah, I know. Here's the deal, though. Horse people, like, they just don't take shit from horses. They don't. No, like, she, yeah. I literally watched her just put her, push her shoulder into a horse and push it back. Yeah, it's, it's like... like uh, how? They, they freak me out. I don't get it. Like, literally... Like, I remember the time I was dating, and, like, she had horses, and one of the horses was a piece of shit, and, like, it bucked up multiple times, and, you know, like, like, me or you were like, oh, shit, she is yelling at him and punching him in the neck, telling him to knock it off. Like, I'm like, I'm like, I would not fight this thing. (laughs) And then, like, gets, then, like, gets off and shouts at him right in his face, like. (laughs) Well, that's just, like, entirely the thing, like, at one point. He kept wanting to to trot, not walk, right? And she doesn't want she. Uh, you know, it's my first time riding a horse in like sixteen freaking years. She doesn't want the horse going faster than a walk when I'm on it. So she's like, "Just come over here and give me your reins." And he and the the horse she's riding start fighting. And I was <laughs> like, "This is noticeably worse than when he was trying to run with me on." It. <laughs> this is this <laughs> is <a> downgrade from. <laughs> <laughs> from the previous situation. Can we just not do this, please? I don't want to. I'll take the reins. If he decides to run, I'll make him stop. Yeah. Right? Like, there's a bit in his mouth, and I am more than willing to make that painful. Yeah. Oh, gosh. <laughs> well. So. Awesome. It's really weird riding something that is way, way more powerful than you are. 
yeah i'm as i said i don't trust big any animals that are big but yeah i'm not an animal person in general though so yeah all right but cool so we should finish up our discussion about um the Korea and the, the set and stuff speaking of gigantic beasts yes Icoria is a plane of gigantic Oh, okay. I'm like, the way you said it, you're like, speaking of gigantic beasts, and I'm yeah, like... Yeah, I, w- I was referencing Icoria. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, I know. I thought you were, like, tr- going somewhere with it. I'm like, uh, no. okay. <laughs> Unfortunately, the first card we're talking about is the exact opposite of a gigantic beast. I, I know. But... Alright, so <laughs> we're gonna hop into the second part of our set review. So this is the flavor miscellaneous cards we want to talk about, and then our best cards, which... This is an interesting, <laughs> interesting hey, time here, but one of these absolutely belongs here. Okay, and the other one is just cool. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. All right, so why don't we hop into some of our flavor cards? Um, I don't know if this card should be a flavor card to start out with, but we're gonna call it a flavor card because mostly because of the art and creature types and stuff. So taste it. Um, but all right, let's get kicking off here. So, um. The long-awaited return. The first card we're going to talk about is Helica Glider, which is a two, a two and a white for a two-two creature, Nightmare Squirrel. This thing is the stuff of nightmares. <laughs> I know. Uh, when it enters the battlefield, you know, stuff. Yeah, you, you can put a flying or first strike counter on it, um, which is a cool, actually, a really cool effect. But um, I just love the six-legged squirrel. <laughs> Like it, this. To be fair, this thing lives up. Like the picture does live up to its name, right? Yeah, it is a nightmare like, squirrel. It is a nightmare-looking squirrel. I love how it has like webbing between all of its legs because it's a flying squirrel. But it's not like free webbing, like or like a normal flying squirrel is. It's like bat wings. Yeah, it's like bat webbing more so than anything. It has two tails. Also, I don't know if you've noticed yeah. that. It is a two-tailed squirrel. This just makes me think of Suntail Hawk. I always. Because Suntail Hawk is a hawk with four legs. <laughs> As you do. Yep. But, so it, also does, it has some pretty okay flavor text. It could subsist on seeds, but it pref- but its preferred fare is your face. <laughs> this, this set has some pretty on-point flavor text, which I'm sure will... Alright. This set does have really flavor text. Yep. Okay. Uh, so next up, uh, we have one that I wanted to put here. It is a Luminous Brood Moth. Uh, two white white for a 3-4 creature insect with flying, and whatever creature you control with, without flying dies. Return to the battlefield under your control with a flying counter on it. Uh, this is on here because when I first saw this card and I heard about the um, crossover with Godzilla, I immediately said, okay, this card is going to be the Mothra card. It was, yep. very, it was very, very much the Mothra card. <laughs> yeah, it totally was. <laughs> And I actually really, really like how um, the ability of this card actually kind of plays into the Mothra mythos slash ability. Because the entire thing with Mothra is Mothra is there to both power up uh, Godzilla. Like, Mothra is the actual protector of Earth, but basically Godzilla is her muscle, as it were, in, like, lore way. And it's very common for her to, uh, like, bring Godzilla back to life more powerful than he was before. Which is very much something that this moth does, so... I don't know. I thought it was sweet. Entirely from a moth's standpoint. And it looks sweet. Yeah, it's pretty cool. That is just stupidly powerful. This card's, this card's good. 
I don't know why any of your other things would ever die when this is in play, because this is like the automatic dear god murder this thing. But if your opponent yeah. doesn't, like, you can just like play this and serve everything into your opponent, right? Yeah. If your stuff dies, it comes back, able to block. If your stuff doesn't die, you got in free damage. Yeah. Like it's just like net upside. This card's kind of crazy. Yeah. Also, I mean, also on rate, it's just good. Yeah. Like this, this card is really good as is. Okay. Cool. Well, that's all the white cards. <laughs> so, um, next up we have Essence Scatter, a classic reprint, one of blue instant counter targets, or creature spell, sorry. Um, yeah. The reason this is on here is because that friggin' art, we finally have good Essence Scatter art. Finally. I, I personally think the Amiket one was acceptable. It was acceptable. But it was not outstanding. Yeah, it was not great, and like, on Reddit, somebody was like, oh, the original art was... I'm sorry, the original art was not very good. Yeah, the original art of Essence Scatter was hot trash. <laughs> the original art of the original version of Essence Scatter, i.e. Remove Soul, was okay, but not great. <laughs> it was okay in just because of like the weird body horror essence of it, right? Like, Yeah, I suppose. Like That's kind of all it had going for it. This is, as always, Seb McKinnon. Dear God, I love his art. And Stone Cold Master. <laughs> I've said it before, I'll say it again. If I could just line a house and nothing but his art, it would be nightmare fuel for any child that ever came over, but I would adore it. Yeah, like, he's just got some great art. He actually put out a Kickstarter where the only time this card in print or playmat is going to be available it's going to be through that Kickstarter. So if anyone has any interest in owning a print or playmat of this Essence Scatter art, that's how you gotta do it. Oh. I thought about it. <laughs> yeah. There aren't many arts I'd really go out of my way for. No. Like, I mean, obviously it's like there, there are certain prints of art that it's like, oh yeah, I totally buy that. Right? Yeah. It's yeah. like, if it was like the actual original art, it'd be like, yes. But that's probably yeah. going to go for thousands of dollars because why would anything Seb McKinnon not sell for thousands of dollars? Well, he, there's no original art. Oh, because he's purely digital. I he's always purely about digital. That. Remember, God everybody damn. shits their pants about people being like, "Oh, digital art sucks." Man, uh, he's so and, good, and all his shits digital. Yeah. God damn, uh, he's so good. Yeah, uh, I love it. Seb McKinnon, why are you so amazing? <laughs> Uh, the dude just like the dude just looks like someone who just sits and reads Lord of the Rings all day too. That's like the best part. <laughs> Fair enough. I mean that in the nicest way imaginable. I know you. I know you do. All right. <laughs> Next card, also only here because of its art. Do you want Doesn't... me to? Uh, you, whatever. I'll do it. Oh god. <laughs> uh, only here because it has no flavor text. Uh, Mystic Subduel, one of the blue enchantment aura, flash enchant creature, enchanted creature gets minus two, minus zero, and loses all abilities. I keep forgetting this card's an enchantment. Oh yeah, it is. Oh, that is way better than I thought. I'm pretty sure yeah, yeah, I thought this was just an instant that was really bad. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, the reason this is because that derpasaur in the art just makes me laugh. <laughs> like, more than anything. It's tongue sticking out, and he's just like, hi oh, guys. Hi oh, guys. I have seen this exact look on gigantic dogs who didn't know what to do with their tongue. 
right? And that's all I can think of when I look at this card. Which way, a, which way did it go? He's adorable. <laughs> he's adorable, and I adore him. Yep, I love I love this art. Possible, like one of my favorite arts in the set. Yeah, not by Mister McKinnon. Oh. <laughs> yeah, one of the one of your your favorite not Seb McKinnon arts in the yep. set. Okay. Uh, all right. So next up, we have I think the next card is in black, right? Yep. Yeah. All right. Next up, we have Hunted Nightmare. One black black for a 4-5 creature nightmare with Menace. When Hunted Nightmare enters the battlefield, target opponent puts a death touch counter on a creature they control. So this is kind of weird to be a card in the uh, flavor category. But I just wanted this, like this is here mainly because I just want to say I really love the hunted creatures. Like, because they, they tell a story in and of themselves, right? Like, every single card that has hunted in the name it literally creates something else that can kill it. That's yep. the entire purpose of the being hunted mechanic. And yep. usually they have a really, really, really good rate for what they do, right? I mean, 4, 5, like, 3 is a menace is a good rate. <laughs> yeah, like, that, is, that card is insane. But then your opponent has a good creature with death touch. So if they ever get a second creature to block it, you, it just dies, right? Yep. That's always the thing, is they, they have the ability to kill it, kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just gotta do things right. <laughs> yeah. It's like I think I think Hunted Dragon actually just gave your opponents uh three two two knights with vigilance or something that with like protection from dragons or something insane like that. Yeah. So it just got like your your opponent with the knights actually was winning the race if you played it. And like I don't know. I really love the hunted not cycle, but I really love what they do. Like it's just a really, really interesting design space that I yeah really appreciate out of magic actually mm-hmm. yeah i yeah i think it's cool that they're kind of hearkening back to some of this some of this stuff so yeah uh, uh, all right next up sorry no i read that one your turn <laughs> sorry uh next up we have prickly marmoset <laughs> <laughs> two and a red for a two three creature monkey with first strike Whenever you cycle a card, Prickly Marmoset gets plus two, plus zero until end of turn. It's legit <laughs> common in the in the format, but you know that's not the reason. So the flavor text sells this, this card. Yeah, just you got to go look at the art first and just you see have, it looking you at you. Just go look at the art and like make direct eye contact with that Marmoset because that monkey is something special. Uh, the flavor text is: it's either terrified or extremely mad at us. Def- definitely one of the two. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that is. My assumption is extremely mad. I don't. It's just perfect. I just love it. Like that was just one of those. Like I'm sure somebody saw the art and it just was like, just started laughing <laughs> like we did. Like, like oh my god, I that don't know. Friggin' monkey. There's some cards that you're just like, I wish there was a link to the art description for this card. I know, right? And like, and this is one of them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Want you to draw a monkey. We don't know if it should be angry or or scared. Do both. Just make it both. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <sighs> so, next up. Is this one you put on there? I put this on there. Alright, I'll, I'll read it at least. So next up we have Spell Eater Wolverine. Uh, two and a red for a 3-2. Creature Wolverine. Spell Eater Wolverine has double strike as long as there are three or more instant and or sorcery cards in graveyard all right explain now 
All right. So this is one's kind of weird. Uh, I actually put this on here after I did my first draft in this format. This because I release I I drafted like four of this card and I stared at the art a lot. This, this is just the most metal Wolverine ever. <laughs> it really is. He's like yeah. <laughs> like I I really really love badgers and wolverines in the game. Mm-hmm. Like because like the. Uh, 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 honey Badger is like my favorite creature of all time because Honey Badger don't give no shits. <laughs> <laughs> and Wolverines are just as bad shit insane. <laughs> Possibly more. <laughs> and this one's just like, I will devour your soul. It does look like, like a metal cover. <laughs> it does, right? There's like lightning coming out of its spikes and its eyes and it's just like, yeah! Like, you could totally see this thing as like, like, down the hill, this thing staring over is just Thor, just like going to war against a giant Wolverine, and a Monomarth is just playing in the background about <laughs> Thor fighting a giant Wolverine. Yep, I really dig it. It's sweet. I'll allow that. All right. <laughs> uh, next up, bit of bit of words on this one. Okay. Uh, Offspring's Revenge: Two red, white, black for an enchantment. At the beginning of combat on your turn, exile target red, white, or black creature card from your graveyard. Create a token that's a copy of that card, except it's a 1-1. It gains haste until end of turn. Uh, This card is just like, the name perfectly encompasses what the card actually does for me. Mm -hmm. It really does. It literally makes an identical creature, but it's a baby. Yep. And it's... For most cards, that's still pretty goddamn powerful. Yeah. Like, any sort of relevant-ish ETP trigger. Like, imagine, like, Offspring's Revenge with Blitzleech. Like, I know, my 5-2 died. I guess I'll get a 1-1 that gives your guys negative negative 2. Yeah, right. Chupacabra. Yeah, this card just works. With, like, the, the name and the abilities work really, really well together, and I appreciate I, it. I like the flavor text, too. I think that's cute, but... Yeah, the flavor text. All they found in the Hunter's Camp were tiny paw prints and a lot of blood. <laughs> Like, uh, to be fair, that little kitten pup thing, whatever, it looks like it would murder us. Mm-hmm. Looks like it would murder all of us. Twice, probably. All right. So, that's all of our flavor cards to hit up. And once again, there is a lot of really good flavor decks in this set. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of good flavor. This is just the ones that we kind of grabbed and everything and, you know. Honestly, one of the cards in this next category probably could be a flavor, but it's not, so deal with it. Yep. Y'all get what you pay for. All right. So, first up in our miscellaneous category, um, we have Light of Hope. One white for an instant. Choose one. You gain four life, destroy target enchantment, or put a plus one, plus one counter on target creature. I seriously had this, like, was considering nominating this card for one of the best cards in the set. <laughs> I kind of vetoed it. On you talked me out of it, yeah. Somewhat questionable grounds. Yes, very if questionable we're, grounds. If we're being honest. Mm-hmm. But this card is really kind of cool. Like, none of those effects are blatantly nope. good. Nope. None of those, like, only a couple of those, like, effects are worth one mana, basically. Like, yeah, arguably, like it's so the thing, the great thing about the card is everything comes together on it, pretty much, in my opinion. Like, the art is awesome, 
Yep, I really like the art. I love. You don't commonly see cards that have primarily pink as their standout color. Yeah, <laughs> and like, you know, it's a it's a peaceful card. It's got. I like the modal the modalness of it. It feels costed right. It's, you know, everything about it just comes together, and I think that's super super awesome. This is like my favorite design card set. That's fair. Like that's and so I had to put it somewhere and talk about it because I, I was like and I hadn't seen the card before we started looking at our notes for this interview. And I came across it's this dumb common and I'm just like this card is awesome. But yeah. I wonder how much of you like you're kind of notorious for just not even reading a lot of cards. I wonder how much of yeah. you reading it is the fact that the art just sticks out so much. I think that is a big piece. Like the art is like you're you're scrolling through and you're like uh, like I was looking for the card and I wasn't looking for the name I didn't you know type you know control F search or anything mm -hmm. I just scrolled until I saw the paint mm -hmm. you know? yeah it sticks out that much so yep it's uh, yeah it's just a really it, it really pops and everything I like I just like that too I just think I think it's sweet but yeah all right next up for miscellaneous cards we have ominous seas. One of the blue enchantments. Whenever you draw a card, put a four shadow counter on ominous seas. Remove eight four shadow counters from ominous seas. Create an eight eight blue kraken creature token. And that's cycling two for two. Uh, I love krakens. <laughs> I love kraken based enchantments that do stone nothing until you meet a very specific criteria. Mm. As my quest for Ula's temple deck showed quite well. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and this is literally doing that, and I just really like it. I love how you don't sacrifice the perm the card to do it. Yeah. You just, re you just remove the counters. Mm -hmm. So if you happen to draw sixteen cards, you can get two Kraken tokens. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Living the dream. I also really like how it's actually not bad in multiples because a. It's perfectly fine to combine it with multiples, and B, it has cycling, so it can actually yep. trigger another one, which is really nice. Yeah. So, it's a really cool design, actually, too. I like it. Yeah. All right. I was gonna say, why is this card a misc and not flavor? But I realize now. So next up, we have. I don't care what anyone says. The best man of war in the set. <laughs> reasons. Pouncing Shore Shark for and a blue for a 4-3 creature shark beast. Uh, it has mutate for 3 and a blue. And then flash. When, whenever this creature mutates, you may return target creature and opponent controls to its owner's hand. The art is literally this shark with arms. And it is just ripped. <laughs> this shark is jacked. Like Those forearms. He's got some squeezing. Yeah, like... I, I... <laughs> I love that. I don't know. This is just awesome. Plus, also, it's just a sweet man award. And theoretically repeatable if you mutate like crazy. Yeah. Like, I actually think this card might be constructed playable. I don't know. The fact that it has flash is really relevant. Yeah, that is good, actually. Makes it makes it instantly better than that stupid sorcery. Yeah. <laughs> that sorcery is bad. It's begrudgingly It's begrudgingly playable. playable. Yeah. As we played two of it in the previous draft deck that we did together. Mm -hmm. But uh, this card reminds me, I remember when I was young, like 12 young, there was some movie that was on TV about like a genetically modified shark that actually had like arms and legs. 
it wasn't it wasn't that cartoon though with like the actual uh, the street sharks. sharks yeah it wasn't street okay. sharks this was like a movie that came out around the same time as street sharks I mean, that must and, have been the big thing around that <laughs> and like the shark was just like running around like of course you know they need to go stop the sharks they had to go into like this water infested tunnel but it was water underneath the bridge, but the, the shark could walk on the bridge and they could never find it. They had like this weird dolphin that they used to track the damn thing. It was like the the movie, sometimes I wonder if it actually exists or if it was just a crazy feature. That sounds like it might be. But it was like, that's all I think of when I see this shark. That's just like, not. I don't think of street sharks. I think of that movie. <laughs> Funny. <laughs> Uh, all right. Sing Shore Shark. Next. Next up, we have <laughs> Startling Developments. <laughs> Two and a blue instant. Until end of turn, target creature becomes a blue serpent with base power and toughness. Four. Cycling for one. Flavor text remarkably. Dinner continued with no further interruptions. <laughs> it's a bald eagle. Trying to feed its chicks, but one of its chicks is a giant sea serpent in the nest still. And there's like the most derpy looking, like, so you have like most of the chicks all in like this little like thing in front of the sea serpent, and just one off to the side behind a fin peeking over, like, what the shit's going on? <laughs> it's uh, amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I like that they kind of took and made some goofy cards this set. Oh yeah, like this, is, this literally is the fourth unset, pretty much. Like Maro hasn't announced it as that, but it's basically that. I mean, if, so we have no black cards. Um, if uh, but if one thing if one thing confirms this as the fourth unset, it is our next card. Uh, flame spill two and a red for an instant. Flame spill deals four damage to target creature. Excess damage is dealt to that creature's controller instead. They gone and done it. <laughs> They printed an actual factual uncard in this set. Yep, this is literally the uncard. Uh, like, almost. I, actually, I think everything is the same except, like, the wording on it uh, to make it, you know, trample. Yep. Like, it even has the same damage it deals, I think. Wasn't it? A, I thought that was a two mana deal three. Was it a. No, it, it, was, it was two and a red, uh, uh, four damage trample. Because the three mana damage was uh, just desserts. Oh, okay, yeah. Yep. Well, three pie damage. Yeah, which I'm thinking of just desserts, so. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, this was super duper death ray. Like, so it's got trample bolt. It's got, <laughs> it's got squirrels. I don't know what else we need to make this an unset. It's got host, it's got augment or whatever. Like, yeah, we have host slash augment. We have Prickly Marmoset, which, you know, isn't technically an uncard, but the art is basically an uncard. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, it's impressive. Like, And they got two cards that use the new excess damage check. Yes, so this and then a green card. But this one yeah. was this one was actually closer to the proper card. So. Yeah, it's just, that's impressive. <laughs> they finally did it. They finally gunned and dunned it. Which is, right. which is sweet. Which is funny, because it actually almost resulted in your opponent hitting you for lethal one time, so... Yeah, it did. <laughs> the, the, trample, the trample burn damage actually mattered. Apparently. <laughs> Next right. up, we have Colossal Cave. 
classification. You know, English is hard sometimes. Uh, five, green, green. For an enchantment aura, enchant creature. When its classification enters the battlefield, it's a tap enchanted creature. Enchanted Enchanted creature gets plus 20, plus 20. <laughs> Flavor text. Turns out the case of the flattened outpost and the case of the missing kitten were related. <laughs> so, plus 20, plus 20 is gigantic by any metric. Yeah, that's big. It's kind of hilarious that they made... Like, they printed Storm Herald which mm-hmm. gets to take yep. an enchantment and put it onto itself, and it has haste, you can like, get in. They printed the perfect enchantment for it, but then they made it so it taps the Storm Heralds. Mm-hmm. So it's not just like a two-card win, right? You have to actually work for it, which you can. Like, There's actually a Storm mm-hmm. Herald deck now. It uses like Kiora and shit to tap the Storm Heralds after the classification goes off. Well, you can also use Fling, right? And you can just Fling your opponent to death, but it requires a slightly bit more mana, obviously. Yeah. Like I love how they actually made it like a pseudo weird combo deck that's not very good. I mean, how many of us looked at Stormheld and went, "Yeah, okay." <laughs> I mean, I looked at that card and I'm just like, "Eldorado Conscription's still a magic card, right?" Yeah, but yeah, it's what Annihilator one or two on turn three. That's not the worst thing ever. Not the best thing ever, though. No, the fact that they've banned Faithless Looting makes it noticeably less good. Go figure, banning Faithless Looting. God. It's all those dumb cards like that that just ruin I know. How dare they? How dare they? All right. I actually miss Faithless Looting. I know know you do. (laughs) You like broken cards, apparently. The thing is, it's not, like, overtly broken. It's just mostly broken. Just mostly broken. Like I'm someone who got into a dead debate with someone who was like, "Why would you ever play Faithless Looting when you can play Desperate Ravings? Desperate Ravings, you don't go down a card. It's like I'd rather select the cards going into my graveyard, right? You know which card got banned? The one that I wanted to play, right? I mean, also like going down a card is like somewhat of an advantage from the card. It is in certain worlds. I mean, Brainstorm's a powerful magic card, I guess. It's <laughs> a very, very powerful magic card. Alright, what do we got next? Sorry, I, I ate some jelly beans. Yeah, I've been listening to you eat this whole time. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just, like, so hungry. That's fine. For That's funny, because my thing isn't showing me coming through, because I was muting myself for a while, but then I was just like, oh, it's not picking up me. But Oh, I can hear you, uh... I hear the clunking of the glass on occasion. Oh, that was me drinking. Oh, okay. But, okay, next up we have Kogla, the ape, the Titan Ape. Uh, three, green, 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 seven, six, legendary creature ape. Uh, when it enters the battlefield, it fights up to one target creature you don't control. When it attacks, destroy target artifact or enchantment defending player controls. One in a green, return target human you control to its owner's hand. Kogla gains indestructible until end of turn. <laughs> so this card is here entirely because it is literally King Kong in everything it does and can do and all of that stuff. And it makes you sad it's not King Kong, but I get it. Licensing, yo. Also, I wish it was King Kong. <laughs> it even looks like King Kong. Just take a Sharpie and write King Kong on it. Should. 
I'm sure it's not. I'm sure it is not uh, accidental that his name starts with a K. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, yeah. I mean, this is the King Kongiest King Kong card ever. Like, you just look at it and you're like, "Oh, it's King Kong." Yeah, you look at the picture and you're like, "Oh, cool, King Kong." Like, and then like you look at the abilities, like, "Oh, yep, those all fit King Kong." And yeah. Like, cool, King Kong. Yeah. King Kong, King Kong. All right. Next up. Uh, next up, we have the the card we referenced in regards to Flame Spill, uh, Ram Th- Ram Through, which great name. <laughs> one in a green instant target creature you control deals damage equal to its power to target creature you don't control if the creature you control has trample excess damage is dealt to that creature's controller instead uh you know this is the you know target spell has trample basically but this one only works with the creature that has trample which is also kind of sweet yeah also great flavor text need a medic and some stone masons <laughs> It's just this giant bull thing bashing a dude through a stone wall. Which, that dude's dead. Let's be real. He did. I figure if you're going to mention one, you should shout at the other, so. Yeah, fair enough. Okay. Uh, Next up, we have... I'm finding it here. Is it a green card? Nope, it is a hybrid. Oh, okay. I'm like, I'm like, I can't find it in my list. Nope, it's all the okay. way down. Okay. Uh, we have Gyruda, Doom of Depths. Four. Demir Demir. So it's a hybrid card, as said. Uh, six, six legendary creature, Demon Kraken with Companion. Your starting deck contains only cards with e- even converted mana cost. Okay. Uh, when Garuda enters the battlefield, each player puts the top four cards of their library into their graveyard. Put a creature with an even converted mana cost from among those cards onto the battlefield under your control. So, this is here for a few reasons. A, this card is seeing a lot of play in standard in an actual combo deck that just kills your opponent the turn you cast it. <laughs> How does the combo work? I don't even know. Uh, so, you get. Garuda, and then you bring back either another Garuda that's in your deck, or you need Garuda plus uh, Mothra. Okay. So you go Garuda and a Mothra in play. You Garuda, bring back a Garuda, sacking the uh, uh, sacking the one without the flying token to or you, Garuda, bring back Garuda, trigger again, bring something back. You wind up sacking one without a flying token, so that one can come back. You also play cards like Spark Double, just to have more copies of Garuda, basically. Mm-hmm. And the entire purpose of the of the thing is basically you will deck your opponent. Like, you'll pass the turn, they'll have no cards in the library because you just milled them with all their cards. Oh, okay. You're, you both basically have zero cards in the library, but they're going to draw first. So. Okay, so you just cycle and... Yeah, you just keep bringing no, back not. more and more and sacking them and yada 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 until. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. It's it's a kind of sweet little deck. Uh, the main reason I wanted to talk about this is this card actually gets around things like uh, uh, rest in peace and uh, uh, Leyland of the Void. How? Uh, pretty so. When Garuda enters the battlefield, each player puts top four cards in the library into their graveyard. Put a creature card with an even fertility cost from amongst those cards onto the battlefield under your control. They don't have to stay 
in the graveyard to work. It only fascinating. It only brings back cards that it itself mills from those four. Huh. So this is a reanimation strategy that is not affected by graveyard hate. How's that for batshit? That seems awful. It kind of is. <laughs> People are really, really annoyed with it, actually. But huh. I think, like, everyone's like, oh, this is like the worst thing Watsi has ever done. It's like, shut your poor <laughs> mouth. <laughs> yeah, that seems a little. Like, uh, whatever. People who think that there's, there's no actual restriction for building a deck around a companion are stupid. Yeah. Speaking exactly. of which, we should Speaking probably talk, which, we should talk about our next card. <laughs> Alright, you go for it. You're, you're, right. <laughs> next card. We have Lutri the Spell Chaser. One hybrid is it, hybrid is it. Legendary creature, Elemental Otter. Companion, each non-land card in your starting deck has a different name. It's a 3-2 with Flash, and when Lutri the Spell Chaser enters the battlefield, if you cast it, copy target, insert a sorcery spell you control, you may choose new targets for the copy. This card was immediately banned in Commander, and I actually agree with it, as weird as that sounds coming from me. I mean, it uh, makes sense. Yeah, this card basically becomes an auto-include in every single Is It Commander deck ever, because duh. Because why right? not? It's free. Yeah, it is literally free, it has no cost. Mm-hmm. Fine. Everyone is using that as a basis for saying that all these cards are busted. And to be fair, there are some actually busted companion cards, right? There's some good companion cards. Like, Luris of the Dream Den. This one, one's good. I looked at this one. <laughs> yeah, one Orzov, Orzov, Legendary Creature, Cat, Nightmare, 3-2, Companion. Each permanent card in your starting deck has converted mana cost, two or less. Lifelink, during each of your turns, you may cast one permanent spell with converted mana cost, two or less, from your graveyard. This card is seen playing in Legacy Storm. <laughs> what? You can use it to recast your Lion's Eye Diamonds. <laughs> and it's it is it is a not free storm but it is basically free storm because you cast it and then replay the lion's eye diamond for free uh, it's two free storm and mana neutral <laughs> how's that for mind-blowing that that is mind-boggling insanity but here's the thing though right each permanent card in your starting deck has a greater mana cost of two or less is an actual strict deck-building cost. Yes, that is. Obviously, it, no one gives a shit in Legacy, because Legacy, the average greater mana cost on a card is 1.1 or something stupid low like that. <laughs> yeah. Right? <laughs> so, like, L- Luris kind of just is like, sure, whatever, I slot into it. But anyone who thinks your starting deck contains only cards with even or only odd compared to mana cost isn't a deck building restriction is stupid. Yeah, these are these are deck building restrictions. Yeah. Each non-land card in your starting deck shares a card type is a deck building constriction. Yeah. Like you know, they like these are actual factual things. Like I'm like I'm specifically naming the cards that people think are actually busted. They're like, yeah. oh this just costs you nothing. It does cost you something. Yeah, you have to make choices and stuff. Like I we kept looking at Luris and I'm like, man, I want to put that in heroic, yeah. But I have a three mana card in the deck, so I'd have to make a really tough choice. Yeah, which is better, Luris Teferi? Because one of the things, because here's one of the things people forget is is that you can put these cards in your deck and just cast them. Yes, that is the sick tech behind these cards too. 
that's how the Garuda deck works. Because yeah. he needs to be able to mill other copies of himself. <laughs> like, that's kind of his whole thing, right? Like, yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, like, that's... I've been highly considering updating my blue-white blink deck to play Urian Sky Nomad. And just be like, sure, I could probably build that deck with 80 cards. I was right. figuring I was I couldn't fall asleep last night, so I was thinking about how the mana base would have to work. I figured I'd need thirty-three to thirty-four lands. <laughs> uh, As you do. Yep. But it's like if it's just like a mono blink value deck, I could probably make that work with uh like three of this plus one in the quotation sideboard and all that stuff. And, yeah. Like that'd be dope. Yeah. But like But like there's... even if you don't, like like I could imagine it's like just play it as a just one of playing, yeah, or like play it as like a one or two of in the deck itself, right? It's like, mm-hmm. sure, five mana, blink my uh, wow, I actually completely forgot what the name of the card was seven mana, two, three, steal a permanent forever. Oh, agent of treachery, yeah, blink my agent of treachery, blink God, my blink my omen of the sea, blink my um, white cavalier. It's like, mm-hmm. sure, that seems value. I'm down with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, then you can blink Urian with Thassa and like blink everything again and just keep blinking and all that. Yeah. I love how one of the things people have been freaking out about too is they're like, well, how do you verify this? Easy. Like, like all the, the things and stuff like that. But yeah, like that's the most bullshit thing ever. Like, Rosewater Instant said he's like, we've had a four mana. A four card restriction index for a long, long time, and nobody's comp- nobody's really had a problem with that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like you want like the, the, that's the funny thing is it's really easy for someone to never like someone can easily play five copies of a card. Someone did play five copies of a card against me in in modern, and like mm-hmm. I truly, honestly believe them when they say it was accidental and they didn't yep. like they didn't realize it. I the person always crap out of me anyways. But I truly, honestly believe that it was excellent. It was not malicious at all. He was playing five um, intangible virtue in his black-white tokens deck. That's <laughs> a really good freaking card in black-white tokens. Intangible virtue. Yeah, it's like C-. And he never knew until we got into a really, really grindy freaking game, and he had like five cards left in his library, and top deck the fifth one. And he's and like, like... Well, he was like, oh. I'm like, what? He's like, I have five of this card in my deck. <laughs> I mean, and... probably they just, he just stopped and was like, huh. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like, you know, he didn't hide it. He just blatantly said it. And, you know, it was really annoying for me because, like, you know, at any point, if one of... It's every other time he played a different one. It's like, man, if he didn't have exactly that card, I actually could have wiped his board. Yeah. And, of course, so it's like, well, I, you know, I'm thinking, like, well, I, I wonder if one of the other ones he drew was was one of the ones that should be in the deck. And, you know, like, yeah. I was just, like, you know, me being annoyed and yada, yada, yada. I was thinking yeah. it was all in my head, obviously. Yeah. Sure. And, you know, he, he didn't get a game loss for it because it was FNM, which is casual. So yeah, it's exactly. Like, but... It's just like, it was, like, super frustrating. It was like, people can just do that. They can do that right now. You can play like, five brainstorms in Legacy. <laughs> yeah. Right. And you know what the odds are of someone catching you if you're playing at a casual level? Almost non-existence. Yeah, right. You know, the great thing about having extra brainstorms, it's like, oh no, I drew my fifth brainstorm. Yeah. I guess I'll cast my fourth brainstorm and shuffle it away. (laughs) Yeah. Like, Like, yeah. 
I yeah, don't know. The, the whole not, how do I verify this is stupid, especially when it's very, very easy to verify any of it. Yeah. It's like, oh, your opponent casts the second of the same card. Their loot tree is now illegal. Yep. They right. cast a two drop. Their obosh is now illegal. Yep. It's that simple, guys. Yeah. But, yeah. That's, <laughs> I don't know. It was kind of a dumb complaint. But, yeah, and it's, right. that's the entire thing. Is like you have to blatantly say what your companion is when you start the game. Mm-hmm. You can't be like, "Oh, I have this secret." You can't just be like, "Oh, uh, it's going to be better for me to cast this three drop than to cast my Luris this game." It's like, no, yeah. you have to literally show the Luris, so you have yeah. no option at any point of cheating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people are stupid. Mm-hmm. But all right, you want to take the last one in this list? Sure, the last one is a very unique card. We've never seen it ever at any point in our existence. Uh, Evolving Wilds. This is a land. <laughs> tap, sacrifice Evolving Wilds. Search your library for a basic land card. Put it on the battlefield, tap, then shuffle your library. Uh, I really like this art. It's basically the only reason why it's on yeah. here. And I just like Evolving Wilds as a magic card. That's a great art. It is. It's still the second best Evolving Wilds art, but it is easily better than the Ixalan Evolving Wilds. Probably. What's, what's your, your favorite one? Uh, it's either it's dragons of Tarkir, I think. Uh, let's see here. So, Ixl- yeah, oh, the Ixlon one was not very good. The Ixlon one wasn't very good, but every other evolving wilds art is hot garbage. It's hot, not great. Uh, dragons I- of Tarkir, the one with the lava growing through it. Yeah, dragons yeah, of Tarkir buddy. slash iconic masters. Yes, that one is probably. I think I agree. I'm looking through. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of. Bad evolving wilds arts. They're not bad. They're just super mediocre. Yeah, there's a lot of really mediocre. The one they use for everything is like the first one that the from Eldrazi. It's just really mediocre, man. It's really, really not good. Even the promo ones aren't as good. Yeah, a lot of the promo ones aren't good. Uh, The battle for Zenikar one is okay. The Amakin one is not terrible, but it's pretty terrible. What one? Yeah, it's not very good. Yeah, I, would, I, I agree with you that it's the second best. I love that one from Dragons. Yeah, that, I have eight copies of the ones from Dragons because I love that art so much. <laughs> Funny. Like, if I'm playing Evolving Wilds in the standard, I want to be able to play with that art because I yeah. adore that art. Yep. All, All right. right. Okay. <laughs> Our best cards in the set. Should we, should we just get the meme out of the way? Uh, you say it's a meme, but I honestly... All right, I'm gonna let you take this one, but or I'll read it. But then I say you need to do this one because you don't care about the next one. Uh, Actually, I picked this card because I liked the flavor text because it called back to the old flavor text from like uh, Mirage era kind of stuff. All right, all right. So our first card is the Almighty Brushwag. (laughs) It is a single green for a one-one creature Brushwag. With trample, and it has three and a green. Almighty Brushway gets plus three, plus three until end of turn. And its flavor text is laughed at the Brushway. Hunter's expression meaning died unexpectedly. So this card is kind of a meme, but not really, right? So here's the thing about the Almighty Brushway. This card is actually pretty good to mutate onto. Oh yeah, it is pretty good to mutate onto. That's a one drop with trample, right? Yeah, sure. You got that going for you. This card is also like stone unbeatable in Pack Wars. Oh, dude, yeah, this card is 
Uh, yeah, this is an instant kill. If your if your opponent's like turn one brushwag, you're just like, well. Yeah, you need to top I'd deck. Be, I need to literally draw action. like actual removal. Yep. Otherwise, they're just like, nah, you did, bro. Yeah. Right. So it's got that going for it, for mm-hmm. obvious reasons. I think brush like the fact that this is the second brushwag ever printed in Magic. Yep. <laughs> is kind of great. I love the art with like all the animals just like shrieking in terror from this thing. They're just like, no, not messing with that. And also the fact that we totally got our asses kicked by a brushwag. We got our asses whooped by a brushwag. <laughs> like this card, I look at it like there's no way this card's playable, and then so many opponents are just like, yeah, brushwag, go. It's like that card's actually really good right now. Yeah, because we're like we're both flooding out, and they have eight mana, and we have eight mana and nothing. And now they have a 7-7 seven, seven Trample. Yep. Like, if the game goes long, this card is actually not the worst thing ever. No, it's like a, it's like an actual good like late-game one-drop. Yeah. Which is... It's a late-game one-drop, which is really good. And it's just a really... I said, it's a really good card to mutate onto. Yeah. Like, not a lot of big things have... Like, not a lot of, like, the two-drop stuff has, like, Trample in that, right? Like, this is something you're like, yeah, I totally want to, like, mutate that blue green whatever card onto this because you get to attack on turn two with a two four trample right which sure that's not the biggest thing ever but it will get bigger yeah it's a two four trample that'll be able to pump itself pretty dang soon yeah like the card's just sweet yep i agree all right right. last all right you can take this last we gotta go all the way down because this card is buy a box only (laughs) It is. Uh, this feels like cheating. <laughs> it is kind of, but I actually really like this card. Yeah. I want to try to click on it to actually open the window. Its proper name is Zalortha Strength Incarnate. It's a legendary creature dinosaur with trample and lethal damage dealt to creatures you control is determined by their power rather than their toughness. It is a 7 3. But as most of us should probably know by now, its proper name is Godzilla, King of the Monsters. <laughs> this is the actual card they use to spoil this set. And I, like, its ability is actually really sweet. Uh-huh. Like, I love the lethal damage to stealth creatures you control but is determined by their power rather than toughness. Because we see that all the time where their, their toughness decides their attacking power. They deal damage based on it. Yep. This is the inverse of that, which we've never seen before. Mm-hmm. And I, I like the fact that this is Godzilla is just perfect. Like I love its stats. I love that it's trample. I love it's a five mana seven three with trample. It's effectively a five mana seven seven with trample. This thing is gigantic. I think it's sweet. I need to buy boxes to get this card. Unfortunately, the set doesn't come out for a month. Did they delay it? The set doesn't come out in paper for a month. Yeah. Uh, like you can buy it in paper in like uh, certain Asian countries, mm-hmm. but it's not until next month on like the twenty seventh, maybe. Hmm. Okay. Uh, it's the it's either the fifteenth or the twenty second okay. is the soonest you can possibly actually buy the set for real. All right. Well. And I'm gonna buy at least two boxes so I can get <laughs> at least two copies of this card. And I'm gonna figure out how to get the other copies of this card, just because. I'm. I doubt I'll actually play it, but I just want a playset of this because this card's sweet. Because you like Godzilla too. I like Godzilla. Godzilla's right. 
awesome. Yep. So, all right. 10 out of 10. Would 10 Godzilla out of 10 would, would Godzilla again. All right. <laughs> um, so, what do you think about the set as a whole? Um, anyone who thought, man, all these cards look really, really weak in comparison to the cards we already have in standard, I don't think they're going to do anything, was an idiot. <laughs> the set is full of, like, actually busted shit. Yeah. I know that sounds weird, but, like, the Garuda comment earlier is, like, mm -hmm. holy shit, right? Like, that card is actually really good in standard. I'm currently playing Wynota, the mm -hmm. Boros four-drop legendary creature mm -hmm. chick. She's also busted. Really? Have you ever attacked on turn four and put uh, a second Winota sacking the first one to... Uh, whatever that seven drop was you told me about earlier, the stealer, the seven drop, steal a permanent forever. Oh yeah, agent of treachery. Agent of treachery, two agent of treachery, and just for shits and giggles, a two three flyer that gains you three life and draws you a card. I've, turned, turn two, four. I, I've turned two to Nemercool. That's close. <laughs> like I've literally just gone like turn four, steal every creature you have in play, punch you in the face for a crap ton. <laughs> like it's deck, the deck just does stupid shit and it's not even the most stupid deck in the format like that's saying something Yeah, this deck's sweet or this format's sweet, this cards are sweet I, like I said it before, I really 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 like the um, Godzilla stuff <laughs> you know, like I, all of that stuff I think is super awesome I actually think the limited format has potential of being really sweet. I've only played one draft deck so far, and I feel like every win I played, I had to like scratch and claw. But you know, it happens. Yeah, I don't think I. I don't know if I drafted well or if my deck just wasn't that good. But like, I mean, the deck I played with you is okay when it was humming. But <laughs> to be fair, that deck was not edgy. good. Yeah, it was a sketch deck. Honestly, we should have just bailed and played blue-red spells, but I think yeah. it was so hard to pass up all that good black removal. Yeah, it really was. So, but, I don't know. Right. I, I like the set. I like the cards. I like things. I There's no card in the set. I'm like, I wish this card didn't exist. But I'm almost never like that, so. Yeah, I'm kind of with you there, too. Like, I'm, I'm a big fan of the set, too. I, I think it's really cool. Um... We, we, we kind of got a crappy deck and got our asses a little whooped when we played when I played the draft and I still had fun. Yeah. Like, I think I was tilting off at the end about getting mana screwed or something. You're like, so how was your first draft? I'm like, oh, it was really fun. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, like, I, yeah, I, I like that they're pushing boundaries here. Yeah. You like, know, I, I think that's really good. A lot of people keep giving Watsi so much hate lately for like it's like oh they're just like they're doing too much and all the cards are printing are too powerful and they're gonna they basically keep saying that Watsi's gonna need to do like a power reset. Like something along the lines of like uh Mercadian masks or um Kamigawa. Yeah. Which I don't know if I agree that they're going to need to do that, but if they did here's the deal. If they didn't do it after Kaladesh, they're not gonna do it now. Yeah, right. Like Kaladesh was something, <laughs> but yeah. um, I I do like that they are pushing batteries. And the thing is, like the cards that they're pushing as of right now are the companion cards, and the companion cards are not 
innately busted. There is a deck building restriction, as we said before. Granted, some of those deck building restrictions literally don't matter in regards to some of them. You know, Lutri in Commander and yeah. the Lurus in Legacy Storm of all things. I mean, like to be fair, like people don't like people don't think deck building restrictions are a restriction. They don't because like, those people are stupid. You know, you know what pe- card pe- people always complain about in older formats? Delver. Yep. Which is a card with a deck building restriction. Yeah, the card is bad in multiples. It's bad in multiples. It, like, you have to put lots of instant sorceries in your deck. You know that net may not do anything actually. Like it, you know, the deck is built so that it works and everything, but it's not like it's completely logical for it to come up with that. Yeah, like, and that's the entire thing about it is the fact that Dev- Delver in and of itself is bad in multiples, but you need to play it on turn one. And the only reason why Delver is oppressive is because instants and sorceries are the most powerful thing to be doing in older formats. Mm-hmm. Like, Delver is not good in modern. Yeah. I don't care what anyone says. He is not good. I wish he was good in modern. I love Delver strategies. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, that's like something I really, really enjoy doing. The reason why Delver is good in Legacy is because Brainstorm is good. Yep. So, like, there, there is actual deck building restrictions to be playing something like that. Like, Luris actually means that the standard version, quotation, standard version of old-school Vintage Storm is no longer playable, because you can't play Yawgmoth's Bargain anymore. Yep. You can't play Necropotence anymore. Yeah. Like, you are all in on playing, you know, Luris if you want to play it in Vintage Storm. I don't even know if that Vintage Storm is even a thing anymore, really. But, like, that is still a cost you have to pay. Necropotence yep. is a stupidly powerful magic card. It is good. So, I do not think it is the end of the world no. for companions, and if like one or two of them winds up being too good and getting banned in like one or two older formats, okay. So, so be it, right? It's like, oh, this this Gruda card is too good, and blah, 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 blah. It's like, there's two different creatures that pseudo-answer him already in the format. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, you get to play three in the main deck, but like you can already play that prelate that doesn't let you cast creatures from outside of your hands. Uh, the magistrate, yeah, yeah, the magistrate. You can already play him, so you can't cast your companions. He just straight up shuts down companions. <laughs> also, the Kumos card, whatever, doesn't let creatures enter the battlefield from graveyards. <laughs> he just straight up hoses it. Like that card exists, and you want to know the funny thing about those uh, those decks that are like doing the animation thing they aren't playing a lot of interaction mm-hmm. just saying like uh, if you want to beat it try harder yeah i guess so but all right cool why don't we wrap this one up here all right cool so if you want to send us an email you can shoot us an email to the local at gmail.com catch us on twitter at the local meta pc um check out the local links to the discord all that fun stuff. And yeah, John, any, anything else to get in right at the end? Magic is sweet. Magic is pretty sweet, actually. I like the draft. I might have to do it more. All right, cool. Yeah, we will catch you next time. See you.